and welcome everybody to River City Media. Second time tonight with a special young man. Uh, we've had him on last year before he signed with Georgia Tech, and we're about to talk to him about his freshman year. Uh, Howie, uh, I'm going to turn it over to you just so you can do the formal introduction. But remember, I get the first question. I've been waiting on it. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. We've got this young man. I've known this young man since he was knee-high to a grasshopper. <laughs> uh, his family sat beside me at the Georgia Dome for many years. I see this young man come in because his mom made him come in late because they went to church before they went to the ball games. Yeah. He would come in in his Sunday's best, but he'd always have his football that he barely could hold because it was bigger than he was. We are honored to have Mr. Clayton Powell, CP3, as most people knows him, from Georgia Tech. Yes, sir. Clayton, thanks for joining us, man. Thank you for having me again. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Well, we're, we're appreciative of you coming on, just spending a little time with Howie and myself. Clayton, I do want to ask you a question. And Howie and I were discussing the question we're going to ask you. That first game versus Clemson at home – in the Mercedes-Benz Dome, where you watched the pro football team you love play, was that the point where you realized this is a different level, or was it a combination of just emotions for you that night? It, it felt real surreal, like real surreal. I would say that it felt like I finally had a dream come true. That I'm like one step closer to like what my real dream is, is playing the NFL, obviously, but playing in the Superdome, well, not, I'm mean, too wrong, but the Benz Dome, it felt real. It, it was a lot of build up emotion because I've watched all my favorite players in the NFL play there. And now that it was my turn to step on that field and actually like, see what they see on the field, see the crowd cheering, and really just really just had a lot of build up emotion. It was a really fun night, I would say. Even though we didn't come out with the win, it, it just felt like a real, a real moment to soak it all in that I'm really at this level. You know, uh, Howie, I'll come to you after this follow-up, and it's yours, so I'll turn it over. You can ask him some uh, – ask Clayton some question. Uh, putting that uniform on that night is the first time you put a game day uniform, uh, Georgia Tech game day. You'd been playing in the practice uniforms. Did you take a minute and just appreciate – you got that ACC patch on it, and you're wearing the uniform that is historic to your family. Did you just take a moment and appreciate what you had accomplished in life? Yeah, I, I really might put thanks to God for sure. Like, because we stay in that our uh, BT hotel downtown. So it was like in that moment, I woke up and it was game day. I just went ahead and appreciated God for the opportunity that he's been giving, that he's given me. And just thanking him for all the support that I had. And thanking him for putting the, giving me the ability to play this sport as fast as I can, as best as I can. And just really just. Appreciate him for what he's done for me throughout my journey. Throughout my journey, because a lot of people will want to be in my, want to be in the seat that I am right now. But I really appreciate what he did for me and my family, and really just allowing me to have the opportunity for myself and for my family and for my people back home that's really cheering me on and supporting me. It's been supporting me the entire way. Hey, it's a it's a thrill for us to watch you play too. It's a, we're getting to live out our fantasy watching you on <laughs> college football Saturday. Howie Cheney. Go ahead, and I'll be waiting for the next time you say, Randall, go. <laughs> yeah, uh, Clayton, you kind of touched on it there. Normally at the end of the broadcast, that's when I say, hey, is there anybody you want to give any shout-outs to or anything like that? I know you got w probably one of the best, well, the best support 
system there is. I'm in that text group <laughs> that is uh, supporting you and all that. Uh, talk about that, man. Having having such a great family and a support group behind you. I, I mean, it's really just. It really feels like you have a village. Like you're not alone. Like no matter what you're going through, you always have somebody to turn to, somebody to talk to, who's may have not been in your shoes, but has some advice for you. Not even related to football, just related to how life is in general. Like I have a lot of a lot of wisdom beside me and around me. So I mean, it really is just. I I, I appreciate everybody who's really in like who, who's in the group uh, group chat with my mom and me. I really appreciate them and really just pushing me and just always supporting me, no matter if it's good or bad, and really just being there beside me the entire way. Cause they we've had that group chat since I think. I want to say my junior, junior year, senior year, of high school. So, yeah, they've been they've been on the been beside me the entire time. Yeah, absolutely. And and you got your mom is a great leader of that support group, but she's not one of these that's going to cuddle and coddle you and say, "Oh, all this." She's going to tell you how it is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That that that's what I love about it, really, because like even though. Even though it may not be what I want to hear from her in the moment, but it's good to know that somebody will keep it real with you, no matter like if you want to hear it, if you need to hear it, like she's always just gonna tell you what's right and what's wrong. And that's and that's why I really like appreciate her about just keeping my head on straight, making sure I'm always humble because I always room to improve, it's always room to grow. Not as a football player, but as a man. And I would say that she really has raised me to be a good man in this uh, today, really. Um, you come out of Westlake. They're known for being DB high school, I guess you could say. They they put out quite a few defensive backs. Uh, was there any pressure on you playing a defensive back at Westlake? I'm well, not. While I was in high school, I would say yes, <laughs> just because I wanted to. I wanted to get where those guys were. Like AJ, I, I know AJ personally. I, I talk to him when I see him. He just like knowing that. I have someone that had that's at his level say that, yeah, I've been seeing you, you doing your thing, like keep going. Like it really motivates me to keep on going because one day I hope so I could play in the same league as him and just do the things that he's been doing. He's been doing a great thing and doing some great things in the NFL. So I really hope that I can really get to that level and just really be, be able to say that I'm a Westlake alumni and we create some of the best DBs in the not in the not in the country in high school. Not in the country and college, but in the NFL as well. So it's, it's, it feels really nice to say that I'm a part of that group. And you're you're dropping the name AJ AJ for the people who don't know. He's talking Pat about AJ Terrell from. Uh, yeah, we have a lot. We have Patman Jones, AJ Terrell, one of my teammates, Miles Sims. Like we have we have a plethora of DBs. Yeah, absolutely. And then you know you got this opportunity to play at Georgia Tech. Staying close to home, staying close to your village, as you call them, what does that mean to you? It, it really means a lot, just because I'm I'm from a, I'm from the south side of Atlanta, one of the biggest parts of Atlanta, I would say. And it's really it really feels good that you have a city also behind you, because anytime I go back to Westside, they're like, "Bro, you're you're a legend, you're a hero to like all the young kids," and it really just feels like I'm doing something bigger than my I'm doing it for something bigger than myself. For my personal accolades, I'm doing it for my family, obviously, my friends, everyone who supported me, but also the kids who look up to me. So that really uh, motivates me as well to really just keep on pushing because it's some kids that 
around six years old, seven years old, some in high school, some in middle school, that's really watching me and like, I want to be like him one day. So I want to keep being a good role model to those and just really just keep on pushing. Randy, I got one more question and I'll shoot it over to you. Um, here you are going into your sophomore year, your village is behind you. Your mom is supporting you and everything. What's what's your goal for this season? I'm gonna go team. I'm gonna go team goal. Really, we want to get better every day and just treat every day like it's our last because you never know when this when this game you love so much could just end on you. So you, we try to we, us as a team. We try to take it every day to just do our best and no matter what what happens, just this. But we want to say that we gave it all we got that day, and the next day do it again. The next day do it again. So we're really just trying to build a foundation as a team on really just being the best in the country, honestly. And our our personal team goal is to obviously win the ACC championship and just to really, really make a name for ourselves on the field and off the field as well. Because it's a lot, it's a lot of opportunities that Tech has given us as football players, as student athletes. So we want to take advantage and take time to appreciate and just do it for not just for ourselves, but for our coaches, for our for everybody who's poured into us. I would say, and then for my personal goals is obviously to be a All American again. Not an honorable mention this time. I want to be make a team, first team, second team, third team, no matter what it is. I want to be able to be one of the uh, legit best in the country at my position. And then I want to also win a couple of ACC DBO the weeks and then also be one of the ACC first team, second team, you name it. I just want to see myself reach those goals I've set out for myself and just keep on living up to what I feel I can live up to. All right, Randy, go ahead. You know, we're going to get into football, uh, Clayton, just a second. But I want to ask you, you brought something up. You're in one of the finest universities in the South, in the country. Um, and, and you're still keeping up with the football and we know the rigors of playing college football. How do you balance such a uh, prestigious university and academic program with your football? They they give us a lot of uh, support on off the field, especially with our academic staff. We have counseling for therapy that you may have like any, like they, They've literally given us every tool to be successful off the field. So I've really just taken advantage of all the study halls, all the tutorings I may have, and just really just putting forth effort and knowing that as a student athlete, obviously you're going to have to take like breaks and take some days just yeah. focus on yourself mentally. So I really pride myself in just taking mental health days for myself because some days you may not be all the way there and some days you may just have to sit back and just – collect your thoughts and just focus on yourself for a day. So I really pride myself in obviously working hard on the field, working hard in the classroom, but also keep trying to work hard on just making sure I don't lose myself because sometimes people may lose themselves in this process because it's it's not easy. Everybody can't do it. That's why only so many people do it. So many people make it to this level. So, I mean, it's like I try to just make sure I try to have a good balance, and that's why you have to have a good support system, I feel like, because your support system – will always help you when you're bad or good. I mean, that's those are the biggest things for myself as far as trying to balance schoolwork and on-the-field activities. And, and Christian McCaffrey recently said, you know, a Stanford graduate, he said it's different playing college athletics at Stanford, Georgia Tech, at these 
you take on a challenge in your academic life also, correct? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a civil engineer, so I, I take some of the probably one of the hardest classes you could think of when it comes to just in school in general. So just trying to balance that out is a little hectic, but I, I try to find my way. I try to find my way every time. <laughs> Clayton, I'd be lying to tell you I didn't look through the catalog and find the easiest major in the business. <laughs> I could get. We'll leave it, leave it at that. But that, that was my academic career. I want to go game four. You've played a little bit in the first three games, and you've seen some stats. Game four at Duke was really huge for you. You have eight tackles, and it was um, you really started to play a lot. Uh, go through the process of that game. Was it? And I know there was an injury ahead of you, that, unfortunately. But did you know you were going to start that night? I I honestly when so the game before that when we played in Pittsburgh in the in my, my I call him my mentor because he's he's like way older than me so I call him my mentor so my my mentor is Jalen King he's a great mentor to me he really even when he got hurt he was still in my ear about every little detail he was in my ear constantly about the game plan constantly about what could happen. So he really helped me and my performance. I played so well because he really just stayed on me because he knew he knew what my potential was and he knew what he saw in me. So really I would give thanks to him and then give thanks to my coaching staff for trusting in me as well because everybody may not go in and trust a fresh a true freshman out of high school with yeah. coming starting job and that and that predicament when we were one and three uh I believe we we're two and three it could be at beat uh, yeah. Pittsburgh. So it's a, it takes a lot of trust from the coaches. So I want to say I, would, I'm, I really appreciate, appreciate them trusting me with that job. And I'm glad that they just stuck with me and just really just kept on coaching me, become a coachable player and really just give me the tools to be successful on that field that day. So I really appreciate all of them who helped me out. And that was a big night for y'all going to overtime with Duke, win 23 to 20. I want to go ahead a couple of games. And Howie, after I talk about this, I'm going to come back to you. At Florida State, seemed like your best game of the year. Seven tackles, seven solos, seven assists. Uh, what happened that night? Did you just were you just feeling it, or you feel like they tried to pick on you a little bit and, and <laughs> was there? I, I would say a little bit of both. I know I know that I may not be appear the biggest on paper or in person, but I knew that. With the running backs they had, they, they have, I would say that uh, Florida State did have some nice running backs. I knew that I was going to have to kind of take it up a notch for that game because I knew they did. When, when they gave the ball to the to the running backs, the run game was, was very strong. So I said I knew I was going to have to be a very good tackler and just really just working on my tackling that whole week and just trying to be in good body positions, as we say, and just trying to make the plays I'm supposed to make. Um, which I did make. So I ended up with a total of 14 tackles and, like you said, seven solo, seven assists. So I really just really just stuck to my guns and just do what I was supposed to do. Did you take an ice bath on Sunday, I hope, after 14 tackles? Uh, I took a long ice bath and treatment day. <laughs> All right, Howie, over to you, and then we'll finish up the second half of this season in just a minute. Clayton, you became, you've become known – in Atlanta as a young vet. Who <laughs> gave you that name? My my coach, my position coach, Coach Stillman. 
It was he gave it to me during the fall camp actually, and it kind of just stuck throughout the season. And then once I really, I really don't know how it went public. I'm not sure on how it went public to to the to the internet, but that's he he gave it to me one day while we was in film and kind of just stuck in there. Everybody started calling me Young Fed, and it really just felt cool to have a little nickname for the that had a little nickname that people had called me when I made plays and stuff. So it, it was it was cool. It was a cool little addition to what I had going. Yeah, listening to the Georgia Tech uh, radio broadcast, hearing them, they don't call you by Clayton Powell or Clayton Powell Lee or CP, they call you Young Vet, Young Vet on the tackle. Vet <laughs> on the pass breakup. So that's got to be cool for you, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's real cool when, when they when they say those, when they say Young Vet, because now I wonder what they're going to say when I'm a junior, because I'm not young anymore. So I wonder what the, <laughs> the nickname is going to be then at that point. <laughs> well, you, you got the. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ren. Hopefully, All-American, non-honorable mention. That's all we're going to say. <laughs> well, you, you made a change this year. I, I think Randy's going to talk about it a little bit later on, but you made a number change, and here I am. I've already purchased your old one. I'm going to get the you new one. The you got to have the OG one. You got to have the OG one. That's that's where it all started. That's where it all started. And, and it's autographed on the back. I got you to do it for the spring game. But uh, what made you change numbers from 29 to number five? Um, it wasn't really no thought process. I Honestly, I wanted to change numbers just because I feel like I earned it. Like sometimes you may not be able to change the number because you may think you didn't earn it. But I felt like I did enough and showed myself that I had the chance to change the number. So then I remember I went into, I went into the coaches, my head coach's office, Coach Key, and I, I, I sometimes just gotta tell him what you want and hope for the best, really. And then he, uh, he had offered me number five, and I think it was six, I believe so. And five has a tie to my family because I'm this, I'm this third Clayton in the fifth Powell. So people don't really think about those type of things, but I know it has a tie to my family, and that's what I really like, like about the numbers. So I kind of just went with it, and just you know, that's how I got five. Spoiler, I got five, though. <laughs> yeah, I've got the OG jersey, but I'm also going to get the new one once it comes out to yes, be sir. able to be purchased. And I hope yes. to get it signed, too. Hint, hint. Yes, sir. Always, always. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Howie, uh, fat guys can't wear a single digit, so you might want to think. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be uh, signed, autographed, put up on the wall for when he goes into the Hall of Fame of professional football. Okay, yes, Yes, sir. <laughs> so, Randy, go ahead. Uh, let's go back. And you mentioned uh, Coach Keys taking over the program. Uh, what was that locker room? Y'all seemed to, to stay really uh, – early in the year, I thought there was an opportunity for your locker room to divide. But it seems like uh, during the year, the locker room actually came together. And, and, and by the end of the year, I know five and seven is not what you're looking for. But you're, y'all kind of turned it around and – we're playing some very good football teams very well. I mean, when once the once the firing coach Collins happened, it was kind of just a what are we gonna do now? Like we're kind of at the lowest of the low. We were one and three. Our uh interim head, our interim head coach coach Kiat came in, but he came, I would say he came in with a plan. Like he came with a plan on not letting the season go to waste. We still had six games left so I like he came in with a not nah, yeah six games left so he came in with a with a real plan on how to turn this thing around and really just 
keep everybody composed and don't let nobody just feel a, a loss of hope. Because with that, with that many games left, you don't know what can happen, honestly. And we end up turning it around a little bit. It's, and we show, we showed ourselves that we have what it takes to obviously have a winning record that hasn't been a winning record in the past. I want to say five seasons, four or five seasons. And we really just want to, at that point, we were really just trying to show ourselves that we still had pride and we still had love for this program. And we still wanted to show, to show that we had pride for the fan base because really we wouldn't have done anything without our fans. Our fans, they supported us. Our fans were really by our side through the thick and thin. And we really just want to give appreciation to the fans that really stuck by our side through those tough games, through those losses, through the wins. And we have more coming up for y'all, but we just really just want to show ourselves that we still can turn this thing around, even though we were at the lowest. And really thanks to my teammates, coaching staff, and everybody who really who really came together in that moment. And just we just kept on pushing, kept on balling. And you talked about those last six games, and they're a particular night. I want to go to Chapel Hill or I mean go to North Carolina game. Uh, that's a top 15 football program. And it was like that game. I remember I came home from a from a game. I'd been at a Tennessee game. And I got home and I had that game recorded. And I usually try to speed through them and get to your plays. And all of a sudden, I was like, hey, hey, <laughs> hey what, what, hey, um, special, special night to, to, to upset a team like that. And I really thought it, it set a great foundation for 23 in this football team. That, that night was a night to remember, for sure. A night to remember that I'll remember till I'm done playing almost. But it was – we came in we came in with a game plan. I want to say I want to give thanks to our, my D.C. coach, Andrew Thacker, that who really came up with a game plan that we worked on and perfected almost the entire week of practice. And we really just prepared ourselves to really just go into that game and prepare for a dog fight because we knew that they had a very good offense and they had a, uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the country and Drake Absolutely. May and they had one of the best receivers in the country at the time, Josh Downs. And I really, we really just told ourselves that if we're going, if we're going to go here and beat them, we got to be 10 toes and we got to do what we got to do on this field. And I believe we did that that night with, even though, all the ups and downs that happened that game, we really stuck together and just stuck to our game plan, and we come out with a dub, and it was just partying, partying in the locker room. <laughs> also, in, in that six-game stretch was a big win over Virginia Tech. And I, I, I told you before we got on, but I'll let everybody else know how uh, geeky I am. I caught your interception on the news, and I kept <laughs> it on kept it on my v, VCR for or my VCR, my DVR for six months. That was a special moment to you, I assume. First interception in college football. It, I would say that moment really showed myself that I can compete in this league. I really yeah. can. I really can make plays to change the game because in that moment, I had made a play that changed the course of the game. We had got a touchdown after my interception. We had got another stop on defense. So I really, I really proved to myself that you are a – you can play with these guys. You just got to put forth effort and just keep on doing what you got to do. And really, I want to just give thanks to my second, to my secondary who all played that game, and we all just played a complete game, and everybody got a chance of got a chance of some love and 
really just was a very good moment. I wish I got to keep the football, but it was a game ball, sadly. <laughs> hey, Clayton, uh, back to you after this question, Howie. Uh, I've, I've, I peruse around the Georgia Tech um, boards and, and never – Never behind throwing uh, my favorite player's name out there. Um, huh. I heard a fan though uh, actually comment it back to me that said and it was a huge compliment to you. I think they said you did not play as a freshman and you had mental toughness. When somebody, a fan in the sand, says that about you, mental toughness. What does that mean to you? Uh Really, when when I think about mental toughness, I I think about bend or break. You can bend, but as you just can't break. Like you're gonna, you're gonna with this game of football, you're gonna face a lot of turmoil and a lot of tension within the game. So it really tests your mental because our coaches is ninety percent mental, ten percent physical. Once you can hit the mental part, the physical part is easy because obviously you're given the ability to make plays and to do your job, whatever the case may be. But once you get the mental down, that's where things start to come a lot easier, come a lot quicker. You'll see things a lot faster. And really just being mental, mentally tough is something I really am happy that I have and I take pride in. By having mental toughness, not being not being a person who will, will break under circumstances. So I really, really take pride in that. And whoever gave you that comment about myself, I really appreciate that. Hey, I, I, I when – when the person said it, I, I replied back immediately, and I was like, "It's the young man I know." And he was like, "He just described your game to a T." When he was like, "Clayton, uh, even 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 when he's outnumbered, will fight." And I thought that was yeah. just so. I, I, it's a compliment to you, and don't ever forget that you have, you do have a ton of fans that maybe you don't even know yet. Howie Cheney, you yeah. can follow up with. Uh, Honorable mention, no more, because uh, <laughs> next time I'm just going to call him all American. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Clayton, I went to the spring game, and I was, of course, I keyed in on you, watching you a lot. I don't know a whole lot about football. I played <laughs> basketball. But seeing you out there and the way you can make your hips adjust and turn on a dime is remarkable. What do you do to be able to do that, man? I, I want to give thanks to my trainer. Justin Miller, he played at Clemson, sadly, one of the rivals. But he, I really worked with him on working him during the offseason and really just working on my flexibility and really on all my DB skills. Really, he's the reason why I've gotten so much better in my craft. So I really want to give thanks to him and also my coach, Coach Tillman, who really puts us to the test during Andy. <laughs> all right, if we really can do what we can do, even though we're here, everybody still can't really just play DB. DB is not is one of the hardest, probably the hardest position to play on the field. So he really puts us to the test on how we can obviously change change the direction, hip um, flexibility, really just put us to the test. And we really take pride in really perfecting our craft, not just me, but all of my fellow DBs on my team. So we really take pride in really just being able to get in and out of breaks, flipping hips quick and fluid. So, I, yeah, I really want to give thanks to those two. Randy, you, you didn't get to see it, but – he would be backpedaling wide open and his hips will be flipping from side to side, but yet he wouldn't break a line. I mean, the, he'd run a straight line backpedaling, but never miss a step, man. It, it was, it was fun to watch. I, I got to see coach Miller back in his player days. So uh, he's got a pretty good example on how to do that 
uh, I believe he was all ACC at Clemson and a pretty high round draft. Uh, I did working with him. That's a great. Uh, have you worked through it with him since high school? Yeah, well, my first my first trainer was uh, Anthony. Anthony uh, my I call him Coach Ant, but his name is Anthony Smith. He played for the Steelers, and yeah, but yeah, he played for the Steelers, and he won two championships. So I, I trained with him in my earlier days, but once I transitioned more more up, I, that's when I started training with Coach Justin, just because of the time. This is really just the time management because Coach Ant had a lot going on with him coaching as well. He was. Yeah, he was coaching the red ball team in that time. So I just transferred to Coach uh, Coach Miller, Coach Justin, and really just stuck with him ever since then. Yeah, Coach Miller, I remember well how he didn't mean to interrupt. But no. he came and it was just like, oh, my, what a, what, a wonderful, <laughs> what a wonderful person to have as a coach. Go ahead, Allie. Yeah. Uh, of course, you saw old man the girls there at the spring game. We enjoyed it. You had a turnout for the spring game, man. Uh, what did it mean to y'all to have that many people there? It really, it really showed us that we have a fan base that still has hope in us and still loves us very dearly. So really just having that fan base really just showed us that we can really do this for more than ourselves, that we can do it for the city, for our fans, show our coaches, and really just put on the show for the city. So having that type of turnout was really heartwarming to us and really just showing that hey, we, we, can, hey, we can shock the world and we can show these fans that They've been here ever since, so we can appreciate them. This is my Randy Mikey. I, I know he's been to several Tennessee spring games, probably, but Randy, I've never been to a spring game. But during this one here, it, it was just like being at a real game. They had the band there, the band was performing. Was there. <laughs> and then after the game, they brought all the offense and defensive players out into the pavilion out there and let everybody go around and get autographs from them as well. That That's I, I think that's one of the special moments is when you take the spring and let the players meet some of the fans. How did you – did you enjoy that, Clayton? Yeah, I enjoyed that very much because you don't really get to see your fans up close or because you're always running to the run to the tunnel, running back to the locker room, like many things. So really for us to be able to sign, sign mm-hmm. – sign things that they have had for a while just trying to you know get to us and really just being able to sign those things and give a heartwarming message for them or whatever the case may be so so that they really they really love us and then we're able to warm their hearts up with some nice signs and really just we really just give back that's 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 why that's why i really liked about it we gave back to our fans gave back to the community for a good cause on just showing that your tech football has good people we're not just student athletes and players who perform on the field. We're also human beings and that we can give back to the community and give back to our fans who also pour into us. And again, you get to open this year, I believe in the Mercedes-Benz Dome again this year. Sir. Louisville, and that's another special opportunity. As a Someone asked me to describe you and I said, Clayton is Atlanta and, and Georgia Tech is Atlanta's football team. Yes, sir. Um, that's a special thing to get a crow across town and play it. No, it's not really across town. A couple blocks <laughs> in the dome. Yes, it's, it's going to be a good night, I want to say. It's going to be a very good night. We have a good opponent, I would say, in Louisville. So, got to come with a game plan. I'm going to say we, we should come out with a win that night. I'm not going to say we should. We we are going to come out with a win that night. So, yeah. You know, before I go back to Howie, I saw something, and I went through your schedule, and you've got a lot of great matchups. Old Miss this year. 
Uh, definitely a great schedule, but there's a special, you know, talking about you being an Atlanta kid, uh, a special thing going to happen in 24 where Georgia Tech plays Georgia State. I, I mean, how, I've, I've got to be at that game. It's going to be so hyped. I'm already looking forward to it. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a city. I I would describe it as the the game of the game for the city. I would say because we're yeah. literally probably I would say a 10, 10 minute radius from each other, <laughs> literally. So I mean it's gonna be a good game. I know I know a couple guys that play over that Georgia State. So just playing against some some guy that may have grown up with or a case may be is just gonna be real a real good game. No matter, well I, I'm gonna say this as well. I'm, we're gonna come out with a win, but. It's going to be a real heartwarming, heartwarming experience to show that they really have the city come alive and really have the city join us in a, in a good game. So, yeah. You got a couple of games at home early in the year, and then you got to make a trip uh, to Ole Miss. That's going into – well, of course, you played at Georgia last year. But going uh, to these big stadiums, at the Miamis, the Florida States, Ole Miss, all these schools, uh, 60, 70, 80,000 people there. Do you ever just look up in the stands and go, wow? I've done that. I've, I uh, what game was that? I want to say Florida State. It was, Florida, it was Florida State and UNC when I just took a moment to just look at the crowd and just be like, whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like <laughs> the amount of people that, like, because really, you won't, at away games, you won't, you won't really see a lot of gold and a lot of gold and blue, a lot, a lot of gold and navy blue. You'll just see the other team's colors. So it'll be like, wow. Let's just have a game, honestly. <laughs> Most important fan just commented, so we gotta make sure we give her some some screen. <laughs> I, I got to keep her on her good side. She's her uh, uh, into her son. Howie, go ahead, and then we'll wrap it up and get Clayton again. Clayton, I uh, appreciate you just taking a moment in such a busy schedule to to have a moment for us, and we appreciate it very much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anytime. Anytime. Well, let's go back to that. I think it's the 24th schedule that Randy was talking about, Georgia Tech, Georgia State. Yes, sir. You get to go across the pond and play a game as well, don't you? Yes, sir. All the way in Ireland. <laughs> so you got that passport ready? Yeah, I got to renew it. Actually, got to renew my passport. <laughs> yeah, you, you better go ahead and get jump on that because it it'd be, it'd really suck if you couldn't get over there. Oh, no, no, I'll find a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heck ain't leaving their safety behind, I have a feeling. Yeah, I'll find a way. But, yeah, th this year, you know, I'm looking at the schedule here, and, you know, you got the national champs, Georgia, coming in at the last game of the year. Yes, uh, sir. It'll probably be two teams undefeated playing against each other. <laughs> hey, let's get there. Let's get there. <laughs> but uh, you make your first trip to uh, Clemson. This year, that's gonna well. be a big game. That's gonna be. A game. I have a lot of. I have a lot of fellas over there that I know that play for Clemson. So it's gonna be a lot of trash talk. End of the day, it's all love, but we gotta get the job done. And then also, you going to Virginia, which Randy did a podcast with a young man just before this that is being recruited by Virginia. Okay. okay. Yeah. I know, I know some guys at Virginia as well. I, it's cool. It's cool to know that you grew up with some with some D one kids that are all over the country. So when you play them, you get a nice little nice little picture at the end. So all the schools that that I have friends at, they're just gonna try to go there. No matter if it's we go there or they come to Atlanta, we're gonna get the job done. So we'll, 
with you having friends coming in, you going to their stadium as well, do you get the chance to actually talk to them before or after the game? Any? Yeah, I do. I, I try. I try to like make it, make some time, make a little like little block of time just to run to them and just dap them up, give them a hug, just because like we we made it. Like we're at that point in time to where we dreamed of this when we were little kids. So I mean, it's really it's really a good moment just to say just to sit back and just really reflect on all the hard work we put in from we were little to now, just all the hard work we put in and just really just giving thanks, really supporting each other. And yeah. So I'm going, I'm, I'm real curious about this. Let's go back to last year for a split second and give us a typical game day experience that you have to deal with. Like what, when you, let's say it's a, a noon game. So what time do you have to be up? What time do you have to just kind of give us a, a breakdown of that? So if it's a home game, if it's a home game, we would that Friday we will go to our Joy Tech Hotel and then we'll have meetings. We'll have meetings that day, then there are more meetings, maybe one more meeting. <laughs> and then obviously we'll go to sleep. But then in the morning, depending on like you said, if it's a noon game, we'll probably wake up around I want honestly a noon game we'll probably wake up around like eight, seven thirty, seven thirty eight maybe. And then we'll have more meetings, breakfast, and then we'll head to the stadium. Cause we try to get there, I think, about maybe three or two hours ahead of time ahead of the game, I'm pretty sure. So then we'll get there and then we'll have time to, you know, stretch, get treatment, whatever the case may be. And then we'll have one team meeting and then it's go time at that point. So it's not really enough. You'll get a little block of time to really just sit and think, but most of the time, you're just going, 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 trying to make sure you got your stuff and make sure you know the game plan and everything. So it's it's it's, it's real fast pace. You got to keep up. <laughs> now in high school, I know that uh, you had to keep up with all your stuff, take your pads and all this other stuff. I guess the they got equipment people that takes care of all that stuff for you as well. Yeah, we really only thing we bring to the hotel is our maybe one pair of clothes and then our jumpsuits, obviously our. Uh, game day jumpsuits that we wear so just gotta and you gotta go at that point you, you you don't have much to carry so i mean if you lose anything that's on you <laughs> randy you have anything yeah i want to follow up with uh two questions clayton and we'll let you get out of here um coach key comes in six games left permanently gets the job what did that help with kind of transition into um for the team, you kind of you knew Coach Key. It wasn't an outsider. Does that help kind of set the pace for twenty three? It really does, just because he has expectations and he plans for everybody to meet them. Because you have no excuse. Because if you're not doing something to graduate high, to graduate from Georgia Tech, he says, or to win us a championship, you shouldn't be doing it. So he really has expectations for us to be the best that we can be. He always said we're going to be the best. We're going to be the most physical team. We're going to be the most conditioned team. We're going to be the most disciplined team in the country. And we really, we really try to live up to those standards and also bringing our teammates along. Like we try to really just stay, stay together and really just do everything that we know that we need to do to, in order to be a championship caliber team. And then he really, he really gave us everything we need. We got new nutritionists. We got, we get, we get fed 
morning, morning lunch and dinner. Like literally, if we got new strength staff, we're all we're getting bigger, faster, stronger. We have new technology in the weight room. Like he's really, he's really giving us everything to be what he wants us to be. Now we just got to put in the work ourselves in order to make that happen. You know, um, you almost just answered my second question in, in that um, I felt a real uh, – last year was a real disappointment. Bowl game opportunities right there in front of you, couldn't get it closed out. Is that something uh, with this group this year going into 23 that you're like, a bowl game, we're going to a bowl game. Uh, we're going to win a championship and go to a bowl game. Is that over the ball? Oh yeah, we we talk about it because on Wednesdays we have a championship mindset class, like a team oriented class. So like we'll all be in the team meeting room and it will be our our head strength coach and then our player development that we all are close with and we really just talk about the expectations for this season and really what we need to do to improve for this season. We we honestly say that a bowl game is like the minimum. We, we, we were one game away from a bowl game last year. That's six wins. Who wants to be at the bare minimum? We try to set our expectations up here. So really just trying to go in every week and win every game and try to make the ACC, make the ACC championship and really just not just set our standards so low because a bowl game is six wins. Who wants to say they had the six-win season? We want to say we had a eight, nine, ten-game winning season and going to the uh, – college football playoffs and really just making those runs. So, Clayton, I don't want to embarrass you, but this has got to be the best comment all night. Nana is proud of you, and that's what counts, is you got family that's proud of you, and, of course, uh, humble and hunger always. But uh, thank you for your time. Howie, you got anything to finish up? Yeah, just a couple more quick questions, real. you know. Um, one of them is going to be, you talk about watching some of your favorite players in the, you know, at the Falcons games, not necessarily Falcons players, but who are some of your favorite players? I never got to watch him. Deion, Deion Sanders, obviously plays my position. He's a DB guru. I would say Julio Jones, one of the best receivers ever played the game and a uh, Roddy white. He's a Falcons legend, Michael Vick. And then I'll give one more, which is Michael Turner. People sleep on Michael Turner. Yeah. Well, I He's favorite players too, because he just commented. You got to give him a. <laughs> All right, so I'll, you know, you did mention a couple of defensive backs and all that stuff. Who do you watch and compare your game to? I guess it's the best. I try, to, I try to mimic my two favorite safeties in the league, which is Derwin James and Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh. Those two, those are my top two favorite safeties in the league just because of really, really their IQ. Like, they're super smart. I've, I try to watch film breakdowns of them and really just try to pick pick apart what they do and implement it to my game as well. So really just watching them and seeing what they do on the field and off the field, just really just trying to soak in what I can watch. I don't – obviously, I don't see them in person, obviously. But if I got to see him in person, I'll just have a million questions for him and just really just trying to really see what I can do to up my level because they're obviously one of the best safeties in the league. Probably they're both top five safeties in the league. So I mean, who wouldn't want to who wouldn't want to try to be that, obviously? Oh yeah, I gotta jump in. You just mentioned the name. Everybody knows Mika Fitzpatrick, Mika Fitzpatrick. But Derwin James to me is the best safety in football. What about his game do you like? He's 
he can he can literally guard every position. He can he can play in the slot. He can guard a tight end. He can go out to the corner and guard X receiver. And he's just real versatile and he's real physical, which I like. What I love about his game, he's real physical. He's not scared of contact. And him him just being a vocal leader, what I'm trying to do, step up uh, on my team and be a vocal leader, taking a little time by me. And him just being a vocal leader for his defense and them really looking up to him and. Really, just trying to pull them along with them because he know he can't do it by himself. He needs ten of the guys to trust and do their job, so that they could complete complete the mission. Really, yeah, it's that when you said that that, that always been one of my favorite players. Sorry, Howie, to interrupt. <laughs> You're good, man. Um, so your speed wise, how, what's the fastest you've ever, ever been clocked in a forty? Uh, I we have we have not ran official forty times yet. But I can tell you the mile, the miles I can run, <laughs> the miles I've ran. I've I've bulked up. I've put on twenty pounds since I've been here. Wow! So I'm running. I've the past I ran was twenty point eight miles an hour. I want to say. So I'm I'm trying to still build up my speed as well as put on weight. So gotta gotta give thanks to the to our strength staff for bulking me up and still keeping my speed on. So right, thanks. All, all academic ACC. Mama got to lay the knot. <laughs> the accomplishment, young man. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna tell you all the accomplishments. <laughs> <laughs> Never made an academic team in my life. <laughs> Not even uh, in kindergarten. So congratulations. Go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. The last question is: You won a, a, a prestigious Georgia Tech award this year, as far as the what are the freshman of the year. Yes, sir. Male yeah. freshman of the year. What and tell and us I, about I, that. I was I was honored to receive the freshman of the year for all male sports at Georgia Tech. And we had an award ceremony. I forgot when, but it was really I didn't know I was gonna win it, honestly. Like, I had an idea when they announced it, but I had an idea I was gonna win, but I wasn't 100 percent sure. I didn't know any of the freshman males within within the sports. I didn't know. But when they called my name, I wish somebody recorded it. I was literally just stunned. For a moment, and I just didn't know, but I was really happy to see that the school has appreciated and saw my work and all the hard work I do on and off the field, to where they awarded me that awarded me that nice little little certificate, nice little plaque. <laughs> right. Well, Clayton, I want to thank you very much for taking the time out. I know this is a busy time of the year for you. Thank you for joining us for this. Uh, um, you know, I, I'll go ahead and tell you. When I when I send you text, I also put mom on there as well because oh, if you don't, yeah. don't get back with me, mom's gonna make sure you do. <laughs> yes, you will. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like everybody else is a, a kind of a support system. I'm a football guy, and I've watched your film over the last year. I cannot believe your growth as a football player, and I'm talking strictly as a football player. The guy who I saw in game three and the guy I saw in game twelve. And wasn't necessarily a football player, same football player. Congratulations. Thank you. Work that got went into that too. Thank you. Thank you. Clayton, anytime you want to hop on here with us, just send me a text. Say, hey man, there's something I want to promote or your NIL or something like that. Hey, be sure to let us know, man. We'll we'll put that out there. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. But I do want to say for our team collective NIL, if you want to join our team collective NIL for Georgia Tech. You can look up on Instagram, Techway NIL, for further information. There will be a link in the bio. 
And if you want to support the team, get exclusive exclusive information on when the next pop up shops, when the next player meet player meetups are going to be. Just go to go to Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, I believe so, and just and I take way nil and yeah, you'll find out more information as you go. I know, I know you're on the social media stuff everywhere. You want to give your information out as well? Um, you can follow me at Clayton1Lee on Instagram and Twitter. And if you need anything, need any advice or anything, don't be afraid to hit my hit my DMs. I'm very responsive. I'll try to get to people. It was a busy schedule. But if you need any advice on being a DB, being a student athlete in this world, I'm all here for it. We will uh, get that linked on River City Media, too, to your collective. NIL, because it's so important that we can't overlook it. We like to celebrate athletes, but if you really want to celebrate athlete, go help them be a student athlete, of course. So we'll get a link sput up on maintain there, Clayton. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Randy, you're talking about the North Carolina win, and Clayton's talking about the party afterwards. It was a great celebration in the locker room. I, I was sitting there on my phone, and all of a sudden I got a notification on Instagram saying Clayton's going live. I'm like, he just got off football field. So I clicked on it. <laughs> celebration going on in the locker room. Yeah, that was, a, that was a fun night. That was a fun night for sure. I, I tell you what, it, it's, it's great to have you, and that is a fun night. And that's what you play college football for. Uh, the academics is just wonderful. I'm so proud of you. Just take that honorable mention out, and then when we get back, I won't have to top as much because you know I'm lazy. Yeah. All American, all a- ACC. You know, I-, I only got so many letters I can top it. Tennessee, you know, we don't have no academics. All <laughs> with me, for Clayton Powell, Howie Cheney, we appreciate it. Go follow Georgia Tech. Go follow the Collective NIL. Thank you for the time, and please, please support Georgia Tech Athletics. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me again. Anytime, Clayton. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good day. You too, sir.